Welcome to the Remarketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I'm your host for today. The Remarketing Podcast is a podcast where we talk marketing, tech, business, and leadership. We talk these things for real estate agents, real estate investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. The Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast that has two purposes. Purpose number one, to educate and inform our audience and listeners. Purpose number two, to spot you, Anisha, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. With it, I'm excited. Today, we have a special guest, Anisha Bonelli. Anisha has been a real estate professional since 2017. She is known for integrity, diplomacy, and sincerity in all doings. In business, she continuously strives to be someone that her clientele and colleagues can put their trust and faith. She uses her unique negotiating insights to tirelessly advocate for her clients when working with buyers and sellers she is ineffective without being too aggressive above all she value relationships over transactions whether it's an apartment investment property or a home she provides the same level of unmatched service for all her buyers sellers and renters at any stage of their real estate journeys buying a home can be one of the most emotional and important decisions in a person's life. And she is honored when her clients chose her to help guide them through the process. Anisha, I'm excited that you're here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jerome. It's an absolute pleasure. You're, so we read your professional bio. I, what I would like for to hear from you is I want to hear in your profession, in your own words, how you got here, why you chose real estate a bit about your backstory. Could you do that for us? Absolutely. Um, I actually got here because I realized that I was getting tired of working a regular nine to five job. Um, And at the time, I actually was with someone that challenged me to think about a profession that I wanted to personally have. So um, I actually started doing a little bit of research um, based off of my own interests and uh, a few things that were important to me, which was having control of my time, how much I get paid, being able to help and give back. And I actually wanted up falling on a real estate agent. And I mean, you take two classes, you take two courses and become your own boss. It, it sounds very great. However, um, I actually had to work because I was a dual career agent. So I had to figure out my regular job and then trying to iron out time for my real estate. Um, I have luckily graduated to the point where I no longer need my nine to five. I retired it last year. And have been a full-time agent ever since. And I am never going back. Never <laughs> <laughs> going back. So what was no. your what was your, your other what was your other job? What was that like? Um, I was actually an assistant manager with FedEx Office. Um, the people in my store was never an issue. I always loved the immediate people that I worked with. It was really always corporate, the way they were structured, and sometimes just the people that they had in those management positions that didn't know how to manage specifically when things got difficult um the way you would talk to your team and um just the way you would deliver their overall message just wasn't really welcoming even when the team may be wrong or they might have missed a mark there's always a way to say something without belittling somebody I agree. I agree 100%. And w- one of the things I like to, uh, we always appreciate it at the time, but um, coming out on the other side, we do appreciate it. With that, 
what have you learned from there and that you've taken and translated over into your business and how you better serve your clients and your customers? It taught me to never be reliant. Um, when I first got licensed, I, I was looking to brokerages, agents, any real estate professional that was willing to hear me to try to get any form of information, education. And it was like pulling teeth. It taught me to rely on myself because nobody is going to hand anything to me. So I have to get it myself. And if I don't, it's not going to get done. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, during, in the green room, I guess that's what they call it. We talked about, I, I asked, I said, Nisha, what's one of your specialties? And you told me that you really appreciate working with and helping veterans. Can you tell me a little more about that and why you chose veterans? I actually come from a family of veterans. Um, I once dated an Air Force veteran. So they've always been near and dear to my heart. My, uh, my uncle, he's one of our family members that was in the service. He actually still has letters that we wrote him when I was in elementary school and he was active duty. So it, they'll always have a, a big influence on my life just because of how much they've impacted my life. So I feel like when it comes to veterans, specifically hearing that they're homeless or they're outside and knowing there's so many different options available for them kills me. So I am an advocate for veterans. I am willing to speak at the Veterans Administration. I've actually been trying to get a hold of them to make sure that everybody is aware, even if they are not ready to purchase a home. There is actually a Section 8 version um, for veterans where they can rent. It's actually called HUDVASH. So regardless, there should not be a veteran that is outside somewhere homeless and they have options. I agree with that. And I appreciate them so much because I can be a little tough, but I know I'm not that tough. And I appreciate them going out and uh, letting the government, you know, I don't like the government all the time, but I appreciate the government and controlling them, letting them go out and fight those wars because you please can you hear hey, me i had a i can hear you but it got a little bit um choppy okay the same thing Next. from earlier yeah okay. so can you tell me what hud vash is yes so HUD-VASH is a renting option for veterans. It's similar to that of Section 8 that is available um, to most families, except HUD-VASH is specifically catered to veterans. VASH actually stands for Veteran Affairs Supportive Housing. So the administration has options to provide housing on renting as well as home ownership, but the key thing there is that they're not always so good with relaying this information to veterans. That's where I'm hoping to help bridge that gap. How, how did you learn about uh, HUD VASH and how can we like get the message out? So dealing with a few veterans, I actually helped two veterans uh, utilize their VA loans to obtain legal duplexes. So they're both first-time investors, um, and I had actually heard about it through one of my clients, as a matter of fact. Um, he was looking up different ways to become like Section 8 certified, 
PHA certified just so that he can be a, whatever uh, resident that he gets, he would be able to get, basically, he wants to make sure he gets that guaranteed. You get that check from that government, you know, that's going to be there every month. Pandemic, that was the only people getting paid regardless. So from him doing research, he actually shared the information with me. And ever since then, I've been yelling to the high tops in case people have not been aware. Um, and even other agents, they may not even know about this. So it's good for other agents as well, because then that could be something they could take a look into. Even if it's not a purchase, you could potentially help this veteran get a HUD bash voucher and you could help them with their rental for now until they position themselves to become a homeowner. You mentioned VA loan. Can you tell us what that is? Yes, um, the VA loan stands for Veterans Administration. Um, for those who are active duty, retired veterans, you actually potentially qualify for zero down for a mortgage. So typically when it comes to closing costs, the typical person has to pay both a down payment for the actual mortgage as well as the closing costs. The benefit for veterans is as long as you qualify, those closing costs are basically cut in half because you don't have to put down that percentage down for that mortgage. So you're saving a ton of money on your closing costs because you don't have to put down that percentage for the mortgage. Not Thank only you. that, it is backed by the government. So, you know, the loan is not going to go through unless they know that you can afford it to actually be able to go ahead and pay it back. And they also watch your back too. So it's actually mandatory to get a termite inspection just to make sure you don't have those little bugs eating out your foundation. If God forbid it may be wood, they try to make sure all of this stuff is handled for you before you go into a home. You, so there is a common, I, I think is a mixed conception. You'll know more than I know uh, when mm -hmm. I ask you this question. Uh, people like some agents, I think it's like a form of discrimination, to be honest. <clears throat> but mm -hmm. some people just don't like to work with VA loans. They say they take longer than normal. Um, what is your what do you have? What is your perspective on that? Um, I would say it will be different for each agent. But if you are working with an agent that is adamant about their paperwork and everything is submitted on time, I actually had, um, they were actually seasoned um, investors. They just invested down south. They recently moved to PA. They had one bad experience with um, one agent that wound up landing on me. And we actually closed their VA loan a week early because everything was done. So somebody along the line was not doing their job. May that be the client, the agent, the follow-up, the lender, whoever that was. Because as long as your documentation is submitted, the inspections are done, that appraisal, if there's something that came up on that appraisal, we need that reinspection so they can make sure all of that stuff is checked off. Once all your documents are in a row, the lender, and this was the first time they actually closed early on a transaction. So they're already seasoned investors, but I was able to over deliver for them because I made sure that all of their documentation was correct. So much so that the lender actually called and was like, hey, everything's signed, sealed and delivered. You guys can actually close a week early if you want. Never had Thank you. Happen. Thank you for sharing that. I That's been my experience, too. People get like, uh, I guess, sensitive. It's like as long as you do everything that you're supposed to do, there's there are no delays. So it's up oh. to as long as everybody's being responsible, there are no delays. And I understand it from the government perspective. Why would I put someone in a house that's not up to par in the okay. inspection? That, that it doesn't, it's not good business. So 
Now, Anisha, you work with uh, we we know each other through. Do you remember how do we know each other? I believe it was through Bragg. I've yeah, known you since two thousand and like eighteen or nineteen. Okay, and I got yeah. licensed back in twenty seventeen. What? So tell us. Uh, give me a quick. Uh, what is Bragg in your own words, really quickly? Um, Bragg is a informational real estate group catered to minorities. So Bragg actually stands for Black Real Estate Alliance Group. Anything embodied in a real estate transaction, you will be able to find in this group from investors to renters to lenders, um, any appraisers, title companies, any aspect in the real estate industry that you're going to need, you're going to find within this real estate group. And the really cool thing about this group is that they're adamant about sharing information and providing value to each other. So it's not just a group that you just join and then they just give you a welcome post and that's just it. No, we are really, really active. Um, we meet once a, a, a month um, on the third Wednesday of every month. Um, given that you are paying for the, the paid membership, it's actually free for the paid membership members. Um, however, it's typically anywhere in between like 20 to $25 for each meeting. But the value that you can gain from these meetings is unmatched. Thank you. And so we know each other. We built a relationship through Greg. That's what I was trying to get at. And that is a real estate investors association. It's like people come around and they talk about investing and how they can build uh, finance, financial freedom and yes. wealth. So I'm mentioning that because um, you understand the investment side of real estate too. And while yep. you were talking, you mentioned these veterans and you mentioned them purchasing duplexes. And yes. I understand that to be like an investment strategy, a uh, yes. pretty smart one. So can you talk about that a little bit and why they decided to purchase these duplex and how you guide people to become investors? Absolutely. Um, so both of them were actually looking to get into the real estate um, game. Actually, one of them, I remember before he even started Jumpstart Germantown, um, he was actually referred to me from a contractor, uh, believe it or not, and was like, hey, I'll go ahead and I'll be in contact. He finished the Jumpstart Germantown program. He learned the investing piece, um, mainly from Jumpstart Germantown, as well as his lender, Kiana Montgomery. Shout out. Um, she actually was the one that helped fund his deal and actually was really the main one to give him a lot of the information on the investing piece because she's an investor herself as well as a lender. So any questions that he had about being a landlord or how to obtain his financing, he always, he had a support system basically in between the two of us. So anything real estate related, he would actually reach out to me as far as questions were concerned. Anything funding, financing wise, he always reached out to Kiana. And then when he was ready, it was a matter of just pulling the trigger. Um, I actually found out that you can utilize your VA loans um, to purchase legal duplexes um, or even try or quadplexes with the requirement that you live in one unit. You were living in one unit, but you were basically having whoever your tenant is pay for your mortgage. So you do that enough times, you're making it so that you're building a portfolio, which is essentially what all investors want to do. You want to have enough doors to retire that job. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, 
you also you built like a lot of relationships inside of Bragg. Can you tell me yes. about? I saw somebody who was like, "Oh, you helped me purchase my first investment property." Can you tell us? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have any favorite stories around that, or that absolutely? Like- so um, that entire transaction was all Bragg. Um, okay. The contractor that I'm referring to was Sid. Sid actually referred um, Paul over to me. Um, I hadn't got a chance to work with Kiana yet, so I, I had closed a few deals with other lenders, but I wanted an opportunity to work with Kiana. She had actually helped save one of my buyer clients' deals. We were already under contract, and for whatever reason, the lending company were saying that they couldn't fund his deal anymore. I called her. She got him pre-approved within days, and we still closed on time. So I wanted to give her a, a, somebody else. If you can close for me like this and I'm in a pit of something already, I want to see how you handle a client from beginning to end. So went ahead and had her do the lending process. Um, and everything about this transaction was all core from the home inspection, core inspection. Um, the appraisal was done directly through the lender, homeowners insurance that was Sutania Williams. All of these are all people that are a part of the Bragg Group. Um, majority of the business that I do or that I conduct and lately um, actually even clients as well have come from the Bragg Group. So it's I, I'm a big pillar for this group because not only are they informational, but um, as long as you provide value, value is going to be added to you. Thank you. And just to expand on what you're talking about. So when I first got started about I think seven years ago, I went and I was going to like the real estate investment associations and there was a difference in the audience. Like none of them were the same color as me to be direct. And I was like, man, that can be a little bit discouraging. But then I saw, I saw Dan, I was like, okay, there's somebody that's like me. And I believe like that was an important moment for me because I was like, okay, I can do this. There is somebody that's like me around. And that made a difference. I guess it gave me some, I don't think I was going to give up, but it was nice to see that, you know, there are people like you that can do this and run this business. You, you, you just need that confirmation. That? You always yeah. have whatever you need within you, but being able to look over and then see that confirmation, like I, I am in the right space, I am in the right place, I can do this. That's what it was. I've known you for a while. Your confidence is like all the way up there. So <laughs> I know you wouldn't have stopped regardless. However, um, I am glad to hear that that confirmation was there for you in case, because sometimes that little bit of doubt is enough for people to walk away. So for you to have that in that room in that moment that was meant to happen to keep you pressing forward. Absolutely. And I I, like what you're saying, uh, something that Dan always says, he's like, I didn't have the Internet. I didn't have this stuff when I first started. And um, each generation, because of technology, you get a little bit better. But now there is a full group. And it's like, look, look what we're doing. We can all do this. So um, I didn't really mean to make this a a thing about Bragg, but, you know, it's a a great community. Um, You. Tell us how we can access Bragg and get to that. Absolutely. Um, Bragg is actually on both Facebook and Instagram. Um, There is a period in between um, because Bragg is hyphenated with each letter. So you want to put B period, R period, so forth and so forth. Um, And you can actually go ahead and log in and become a member. Um, Should you want to not only have access to the meetings when we have them, but have access to all meetings whenever you want to, that's where the premium membership is going to go ahead and come in. And there's a link in the bio for you to go ahead and sign up for that. Thank you. So I want to get back to veterans. If I'm a veteran, I'm looking for, I'm like, I want to buy a house or rent a house. I need housing. Uh, 
where do I start? Do I talk to you? Do I go on Google? What is that process like? Can you help me, you know, get shelter? So there's the first step is a pre-approval, but the first step in a process, I would typically say is to just reach out to a real estate agent in the event that you already don't know the different moving parts in the real estate field. So if you don't know a lender, if you don't know an agent, if you don't know a title company, a home inspection company, an insurance company, this is where we come in. We are the professionals we've been networking with, these other business professionals for you say we who do you who do you mean we? Agents, period. Okay. Um so how how do we reach out to you? I'm a veteran, how can I how can I get in touch with you? Um, I am on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all by my first name. I believe on Instagram, it's Agency by Anisha. Um, Facebook and Instagram is just my first name, Anisha Benelli. I try to make it really easy to find me. I even have a Google page. So if you legit just go to Google and type in my first and last name, you'll see my picture come up, my contact information. Just reach out and I'll be in touch. Thank you. Um, tell me, I want to go to some of the questions. Tell me like, what's one lesson that you, you talked about that job, uh, you mm-hmm. might've already touched on it, but I have it as a question. What's one lesson you learned that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life from that job? I, I did mention it earlier, but I'll reiterate it. Stop okay. relying on other people to make your dream come true. It is not as important to that person as it is to you. So don't get discouraged when you're not going to get help. Don't get discouraged if you ask for help and people either blatantly turn their back or turn their shoulder or flat out just tell you no. Become self-reliant. It's it's your walk, your purpose, and what you're supposed to be doing. So you take ownership and take control of your destiny. Tell, Tell us about your biggest failure and what you learned from that. I actually can safe to say my biggest failure was relying too much on people. Um, okay. I come from Consistent. being that per people pleaser and that person that was always reliable, always dependable. But then I started paying attention to when I was in need and how nobody was there. So that's where value had to get reevaluated um, because I'm no longer just giving out value. You have to be providing it to me as well. Thank you. Uh, am I providing you value? Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> you I, always I gotta, make sure. <laughs> I gotta make sure I'm scared. Wait a minute. <laughs> Please don't be scared. Don't be scared. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not. So tell me about the best compliment you've ever gotten. Um, I actually woke up to it two days ago. I had a client um close on a property in December and she actually reached out to me two days ago. Um it giving me a ton of accolades. Hey, good morning. Um, sorry, I don't really mean to bother you. I just wanted to let you know, thank you so much for you helping us to get this house. Your patience, you were going back and forth, but you stayed the course and we got this home and we love it. I do it for that. I like to make sure I'm making a, a positive impact on somebody's life. And I also don't mind educating people. This could be people that are thinking about becoming an agent, new agents, because I know how it feels to become an agent and not get no info when it comes to clients. If you're curious about the home ownership uh, process, you can reach out to me as well. If you're ready, we can make a move too. I'll move at your pace. I can only move at the exact pace that you're willing to move. 
Thank you. Um, so you know what the closing table is, right? Absolutely. That's the funnest tell me part. The closing table. <laughs> tell, tell, tell me what the closing table is. So closing is when all documents are signed, executed, the deed is transferred over, funds have been released, the seller is happy because they got paid, the buyer is happy because they just got a new home, and all business parties are happy because they just got paid. So... <laughs> It is where the, the sale is consummated, transferring that ownership to that new owner. Thank you for sharing that. So um, I have like we call it's called the Real Estate Marketing Podcast. So I go through sections. One is business. One is personal. One is right. I have like a bonus section and then one is a closing table. And I never really explained what the closing table was to people because typically it's not a lot of agent centric people that come through. It's like real estate something, right. but you're like very agent centric. And I appreciate that about you. I think the agents have a better perspective on what the closing table is. So I want to move over to the bonus questions and then I want to get to the closing table. So bonus questions. The bonus questions are, they were, I came up, I thought I was being creative. They were meant to stomp and confuse like the guests a little bit because, and let me give you some context. I was hosting an event I used to, and one of our speakers was like giving out a lot of value. I was like, well, that's, that's a lot of value. How can someone help you? And he's been doing this for years. And he said, nobody ever asked me that. Nobody ever asked me that, Jerome. You're like the first person that asked me. So I was like, Damn, the, people really don't ask. Like they're, they're not trying to give other value to people. I was legitimately trying to figure out how I can give value to this speaker that came and gave us like a presentation, I believe for free. And he was like, stop. So my questions are based and structured around that. I like to ask people the same thing. Uh, so I'm going to ask you, how can someone bring immediate value to you or your business? Um, quickest way, referrals. Referral. And that really applies really to any business. Nobody is ever going to forget you if you made the money. Okay. Awesome. And tell us what a referral is, what that means. A referral is someone that is basically your introduction in between okay. either uh, a client and a uh, business partner. It really just depends on what the situation may be. So it could be in the form of a potential client and that could be one of a few different ways that I have seen. So there's like typical rewards for referring people out um, um, with business associates. We just refer people back and forth. If you're talking about somebody that's just in the public, uh, they just like the content that you put out. They went ahead and found somebody that was actually in the market to purchase. You wanted up, go ahead and close it on a transaction. That can be in a couple forms. That can be a, a, a monetary fee, a referral fee. Just for you going ahead and having me go ahead and close this transaction, now you get paid. Or Thank you. they'll take you out to lunch. <laughs> Thank you. So the next question is very similar. How can someone add long-term value to you or your business? For me, it's uh, really just being available to share information. Because a lot of people will do stuff as long as there's a dollar amount attached to it. Um, and although in my profession, it does eventually lead to a check, that's not really why I do what I do. I'm in real estate because I want to help people. I want to educate people. I can still be that child in my parents' house and just tired of hearing as long as you're under my roof, my rules, and just wanted to move. I am now able to either educate that kid that's ready to go or help them become a first-time investor so they can be that change. They can break that generational curse. They can start building generational wealth. So being able to help people pivot is really the main reason why I got into it to share 
information to share stories um each individual it doesn't matter if it's a real estate agent any real estate professional has a story has a background about where they got to where they are and for me that's what i'm really here for i'm i'm what makes you you i understand what you do but who are you thank you what is the biggest challenge you're facing in your business i honestly wish i could say i am facing a challenge but i'm not um i've learned to literally pivot everything even when it came to when i first started out i didn't have a car i couldn't do showings so I started utilizing showing agents. I literally found a way to work around whatever my issue was. My thing was time. I didn't have the time to go ahead the majority of the time, take time to talk to my clients, let alone be able to go out and do these showings. And I'm working a shift that's nine to five. They stopped doing showings at seven. Where am I able to put that in? So for me, being willing to share some of my commission, because this person has taken time out of their day to help me out. As long as this leads to a closing, when I get paid, you're going to get paid. And that's how I'm that. building my that referrals is, and team. That is a very abundant centric mentality. And I didn't know, like to hear you share, you're like, oh, I don't have a way. And most people, they'll be like, I'll just catch the bus or I'll I have. call an Uber. And it's like, that stuff works. But you're like, I'm going to leverage other people and let's all benefit. And I really appreciate that perspective and that mindset because most people get too cent- uh, like too self-centered. And yeah, mm. you're helping other people now by doing that. So I'm glad I asked that question. Absolutely. And it's, that's actually what made me knew that it was going to be easy to get people to do it. One, because of the type of way that I do business anyway. But two, you're opening up a door and could stand to make anywhere in between two to $500 for turning a knob and a lockbox. And nine times out of 10, I'm finding out where you live. So it's not like you have to go far. So if I know someone, um, there was a team member on my team who was, he lived in North Philly. We've closed two deals together. He opened up the door twice for two different clients of mine. Got paid 500 one time and like 300 another time. I appreciate that because I'm about to start doing that and I need to leverage that. I'm all, I just like leverage. I'm not interested in doing everything by myself. Leverage and automation. You got to position yourself. Because especially because you're further in your career than I am. You've been doing this longer. So you need more time to be able to be front and center when it comes to catching your leads, catching clients, doing this, what you're doing now with these podcasts and getting yourself out there and putting yourself in front of people. That's what you can then start focusing on once you get the back end taken care of. I eventually am going to have a transaction coordinator. I'm not even going to be worried about trying to do all these calls and back and forth in between the title company and the appraiser and the lender. I won't have to do all of this stuff. So Thank you. I'm actually uh, you, looking to add that to my belt. So any agents that you're looking for a transaction coordinator, me and another agent are pairing up and we're about to provide some more services for you guys. Awesome. Uh, would love to hear more about that. So I'm ready for the closing table or the closing table. These are questions that kind of close us out. First question I have is what are three books you recommend to the audience and why? Definitely thinking grow rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, if you do not have any form of financial education, money management, nobody's had those difficult conversations about money or any conversation for that matter about money. That is definitely a good start. 
um, and the way that they deliver it is um, it makes it so no matter if it's an adult or a child that's reading it, you'll be able to comprehend the actual message that's within it. Um, for new agents, I would recommend, please don't kill me, Jerome, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. It Why would by, I kill you? Uh, because it's by Gary Keller, who actually is oh, the owner of another uh, brokerage. So Value is value. It is. Um, so a lot of the behaviors that I incorporate in my real estate industry or my real estate business now has to do with that book, um, even all the way down to business cards. Like I have physical business cards, but in the event that I don't, I also have a barcode that you'll be able to scan. So all my information is now inside of your phone or my third tactic, which is actually written inside of that book. Hey, give me your contact information because now I'm plugging in this person's contact info on my phone. So I can set up whatever follow up lead generation template, anything that I need to, because now I already got their phone number, the first and last name and their email. Third book. I know. <laughs> and I've read a lot and I just was um, going through one. Um, there was another one by Jack Welch. It's actually called Winning. I actually read this um, as a project when um, I was in college. Um, but it really is about different strategies to position yourself to win. It goes over the different things that you can experience um, as a business owner. Because although when everything is up and, you know, the income is flowing, everything is all great. But that is not how it is all the time. So I, I've used this word a lot, pivot, throughout this entire conversation because you're constantly going to have to pivot changes inevitable it's consistent it's going to happen and either you can change with it or you're going to wind up getting lost so i want to position myself to win what is what's one question you wish i had asked you and how would you have answered hmm. it could be anything well my actual why I went over was helping people, but why I do what I do. Um, when I first got licensed, I actually dedicated getting my real estate license to my grandmother. She was always such a big pillar in my life. And ever since that she passed away, the way that I honor her is to do things that make her proud. So when I became an agent, I actually made a promise to her and I made a promise to be the first one to break the financial generational curse within our family. So I have a promise to withhold to my Nana. And from my why being something like that, it doesn't matter what I'm going through, what's happening. My overall is so big that nothing can stop me being focused on my grandma. Nobody can take my attention from what I went ahead and promised her. So. It won't matter what's going on in my life. I have no choice but to succeed because that's what I said I was going to do. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I really admire your fire. You got some fire and I didn't know until we like, <laughs> interacted today. I appreciate it so Thank much. You. You're welcome. Do you, um, so usually when people close out podcasts, they say, leave us with a closing statement. I take that. I went on another guest podcast and I was like, she was like, I only do one word because sometimes people talk too much. I was like, Oh wow, that's a good idea. Let me do the same thing. So leave us like, if you could close us out, give us one word to close us out. 
Gratitude. Gratitude. Now tell me why you pick gratitude. Because you can't officially appreciate either where you are or where you're going unless you appreciate your right now. You're not even going to be gifted with anything else until you appreciate what you have and know that there are people that are out here that don't even have an inkling or a fraction of what you have. So appreciate whatever it is, whatever it may be, your, your living situation, your family, how your house may look, it doesn't matter. There are people out here that don't have any of that. They ain't got no family. They ain't got no house. They're literally living outside. Be grateful. Thank you. Uh, could you tell us where can we find out more about you online? Um, you can actually go to Google. You type in my first and last name, Anisha Benelli. It'll take you to my Google page. I am on Facebook and LinkedIn by my first and last name. Um, Instagram, it's actually Agency by Anisha. You can reach out to me on any of those platforms. All of them have my direct cell phone number, my direct email. You can DM me if you see fit. I'm available. Thank you, Anisha. I appreciate you. This has been excellent. Uh, can you stay around like three minutes while Absolutely. we wrap up? Okay. Thank you so much. I'm going to close this down.